Good morning. You're listening to the Sacred Heart Hour on listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM 820. I'm Father Stosh Daly, and joining me in the studio are Chuck and Joanne Wilson. As we enter into this first Friday of the month of November, we are given an opportunity to dwell upon the mysteries of the Sacred Heart of our Lord Jesus Christ and to bring these mysteries of our Lord into our homes and into our hearts. I invite you to join me in the morning offering. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world. I offer them for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart, the salvation of souls, reparation for sin, and the reunion of all Christians. I offer them for the intentions of our bishops and of all apostles of prayer, and in particular for those recommended by our Holy Father this month. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Like I said earlier, we welcome you to the Sacred Heart Hour on listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM 820. This hour of prayer, this hour of meditation on our Lord's Sacred Heart is something we're entering into since it's the first Friday of the month, this month of November, a month dedicated to venerating all of the saints in heaven and praying for all of the souls in need of purification. As we enter into the mystery of our Lord's Sacred Heart, we invite you to consider calling in to St. Gabriel Radio should you have any questions about the reality of the Sacred Heart in your home, in your life, even in your work. Should you be interested in participating in the enthronement of the Sacred Heart of our Lord Jesus Christ in your home or in your business or in your school, we also invite you to please call in and to register for the enthronement of our Lord's Sacred Heart in any of those places. I would like to welcome in a particular way Chuck and Joanne Wilson who have joined me in this studio this morning for the Sacred Heart Hour. Thank you, Father. Uh, This is Joanne and Chuck, and we are so excited to be here. We are one of several missionary teams here in Columbus who have been going to homes now for the last, what, three years, five years. Oh, time flies. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, many of you will um, connect with those experiences. And hopefully this will be a renewal for you. And for some of you, this is um, information that we can give you, inspire you. And we this is good news. <laughs> As Joanne mentioned, this is good news. And uh, the Sacred Heart Hour really is something that Bill Messley and Dave Orsborn mm. from St. Gabriel have asked us to come in uh, once a month and spend the first Friday an hour to really help everyone understand a little bit more about the Sacred Heart and the beauty and how it's transforming, transforming families today. Our number is 614-459-4820, 614-459-4820. Up until this point, we've had the opportunity to promote enthronements through our website, which is enthronements.com. The men's and women's conferences were always out front. And uh, we have a Congress once a year. But this is something new for all of you that have heard about it, have been thinking about it. Great time to sign up, as Father mentioned. And for those that have been really um, in a situation where you've not been enlightened to why it's so relative today 
and why we need the enthronement today in homes, our domestic church. Hopefully this hour will be an insight to you and to your family to say we need to do this. So back to you, Father, and welcome Father Stosh Daly, and we welcome him on his birthday. Absolutely. (laughs) Happy birthday, Father. Thank you very much. I also want to share those greetings and blessings with all of those who are not only celebrating their birthday, but also entering into this special day of uh, the First Friday of our Lord's Sacred Heart. Um, You know, drawing to mind the reality of our Lord's Sacred Heart, it gives us a beautiful opportunity in this hour to consider the incredible gift and privilege it is to have Catholic radio in our area, something that so many of us can so easily take for granted. But, um, you know, just drawing to mind the incredible blessings the Lord bestows, as I shared with Chuck and Joanne and everyone in the studio this morning, I had the privilege of offering Holy Mass at St. Francis de Sales High School this morning at 7, and then exposing our Lord for adoration, uh, adoration for the students and the parents at de Sales High School and it's, uh, it dovetails mm-hmm. so perfectly with the Sacred Heart because it's important for each one of us to realize as Christians, the heart of Christ is the Eucharist. And the Eucharist is the heart of Christ. And on the first Friday, or if you're privileged to participate in any of the one of the many adoration chapels scattered throughout the listening area, we have that opportunity to come before the Lord's Sacred Heart in the Eucharist. But when we have the image of our Lord's Sacred Heart in our home, it is also uh, bringing the Lord into our dwelling place, making sure that we're not just leaving him in the church, in the chapel, in the tabernacle, but drawing close to him, being grateful for the gift of life on this my birthday, but also being attentive to how the Lord works in mysterious ways. If any of you are familiar with the location of St. Gabriel Radio and DeSales High School, you know I had to go through 15 different school zones. <laughs> so I left there at like 735 and it's like, Lord, if you want me there for the holy hour on radio, you got to get me there. So here we are. We knew know, he would get you here. <laughs> turning on Cook and then Henderson going through High Street. I thought, there's no traffic. The Lord is indeed piloting this car. <laughs> but we turn to him and we be, you know, we're just called to be grateful for everything he does for us. Keeping in mind the words of that morning offering, you know, we're called to give our all, to give offer all to the sacred heart of Jesus. And to bring that uh, reality of his heart into our homes. Um, you know, this devotion started going all the way back to sacred scripture with the reality of how the Lord invited those who followed him to imitate the qualities of his heart, to be meek and to be humble. And then we see the beauty of how St. John responds to the Lord's presence and the Lord's heart by drawing close to him at the Last Supper. And then we jump ahead in time and we have someone who's incredible like St. Margaret Mary. And then we go further, someone like Father Matteo, who saw Christians suffering. He saw Mm. Christians suffering in the home. Mm. You know, there were many plagues. Mom and dad both Mm. had to go out to work. The children were left to fend for themselves. The domestic church, the family home, it was falling apart. And this priest, who he himself had overcome incredible difficulties, infirmities, and weaknesses, he started bringing the Lord's Sacred Heart into the home. And he began what we now call the enthronement of the Sacred Heart, and such an incredibly beautiful and very powerful practice where the family brings an image of our Lord Jesus Christ with his heart exposed, places our Lord someplace prominent in the home. You know, we're not talking about the coat closet or the basement room that no one visits or even the formal sitting room that no one's allowed to enter into. They brought our Lord into the home, brought our Lord into the place where everyone would see him, and then they give themselves to him every day, every moment not allowing the Lord to become distant, not afraid of their weaknesses, not afraid of their sins, not afraid of, you know, their own personal fears, 
bringing the Lord close to them and allowing the Lord to draw close. And, you know, on this first Friday of this month of November, we have this privilege of just considering ever anew, uh, not only the, for those who are in the studio, but also for those who are joining us from their homes, from their cars, from their businesses, places of work, uh, to consider, you know, the significance of drawing close to the sacred heart of our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, you know, on the local level, I think it's fair to say that the Sacred Heart has really picked up a lot of steam. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. how many years have we had a Congress of the Sacred Heart now? No, we just had our fifth. And um, What were the parishes where they were? Do you remember? Yeah, we had them at St. Andrews. St. Joan of Arc. St. Not Joan once, Arc. but twice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, St. Catherine. St. Catherine. And now this year, St. Matthew. St. Matthew. And St. Matthew's Parish did an absolutely fantastic job in hosting it. Many thanks to... Uh, Father Ted Sill and Jenna Sins for just creating a beautiful environment. And, and the parish as a family is doing a lot this year. Absolutely. And, Father, you know, one of the advantages of people who have attended the Congress is that there are so many aspects of the devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And um, as missionaries, Father, our spiritual director, Father Stash Daly, gives us various meditations and really instructions on that. So I really invite you out there who are listening to stay with us. Stay with us each month. And this isn't kind of a once and done because as you more and more enter into the awareness of this devotion and what it really can mean for you personally, for your family life, um, you will be excited. Your heart, your heart will be uh, inflamed. That love will continue to grow. It's it's a promise. It's for sure. As they say, you can take it to the bank. <laughs> but you is. don't have to be there to, to start with. It's just a matter of beginning. No, it it's is. just beginning. And we talked about the phone number, 614-459-4820. And we're privileged to have Scott, Mary Ellen Williamson today on oh, the yeah. phones. And they're missionaries. And what a gift they are. And Scott's helping to build out the network for the Sacred Heart Enthronement outside of Ohio and Michigan and spread this, uh, which is we're, we're doing in Columbus now throughout the United States. And Mary Ellen is our secretary, and she keeps track of all the enthronements. Awesome. Yeah, so they do a great job for us. But they're on the phones because for you mm-hmm. out there that are thinking about or have thought about the enthronement, today's a great day, uh, first Friday, um, to call in 614-459-4820. And also, if you call, this is not a sign-up. This is not an obligation. You're welcome to give them a call with some of the questions that we can't answer or something you would like us in future broadcasts to really have Father especially um, focus on. So just call and say hi <laughs> and uh, sign up for a call from a missionary to even learn more. We probably have some individuals out there who are thinking, well, you know, I want to bring our Lord into my home. Uh I want to bring our Lord into my place of work. You know, I want the Lord to be present in my car as I'm stuck in traffic, (laughs) (laughs) as I'm working on the fields, whatever. But, uh, you know, what is this enthronement they keep mentioning? What What is the enthronement? You know, isn't it enough for me just to have that relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ? And it's a question that's very popular. And it's asked of us a lot. It's a good question. Uh, you know, Chuck and Joanne, in your own words, how would you describe the difference between having that relationship with Jesus Christ and prayer, just kind of going through the day-to-day actions of being a faithful disciple, and then entering into the enthronement? Well, 
I think it's something that grows, Father. I think <clears throat> part of it initially is families say, where do we want to put the pictures? And we tell them, put them in a place, excuse me, <clears throat> put them in a place where you are. Don't put them, as you say, in a closet. But um, for myself, I have grown in this, and my favorite thing is sitting down in the morning, looking at my picture of Jesus and also the Blessed Mother, hopefully with a cup of coffee, <laughs> and, um, and talking to him. And just, just being present, just having that awareness that we have invited him to be um, the brother, the, the friend, the Lord of our home. And there is a great consolation and peace in that. There's a great way, the, the way to start the day. And, um, but that didn't come in the, you know, that's, that's, a, that's something that's evolving and getting deeper even now. So um, that's, you know, one suggestion I would have or one thing that we're doing that's been very helpful. Right. I think for myself and Joanne now later on share a little bit of our journey. Um, I'm the convert, so I didn't grow up with a devotion to the Sacred Heart. Right, I didn't even right. think about the Sacred Heart. Mm. But um, what really appealed to me is the fact that our house, which the church refers to as the domestic church. Probably, Absolutely, yes. You know, um, at this point, Chuck Wilson, spiritual father, this is my responsibility. I think in enthroning the home now... I turn it over to the Lord, mm-hmm. and it's the Lord's house. Relief. And it's relief. <laughs> but it's, it's also one to say, we need Jesus today in our family. And mm-hmm. what a gift. We can't bring the Eucharist home, and maybe, Father, you can share about that. We can't bring the Eucharist home, but we can enthrone the Sacred Heart. And also, by enthroning the Sacred Heart, exposing the Sacred Heart, Father, maybe share again, the 12 promises that are given. Oh, yeah. And those 12 promises, really, I can relate to, and what a gift they've been to Joanne and I and our family. You know, in the local level, it's, it's interesting. Um, I know speaking for me personally, when I was ordained a priest eight years ago, um, May 24th of that year, 2008, um, praise God for that gift, uh, you know, I was sent to St. Michael's Church in Worthington, an absolutely incredible parish, uh, an incredible parish, and what a gift to be sent there as my first assignment. But what was interesting is right after being sent to that parish, uh, Father Pendolfi, who was the pastor there at the time, now may he rest in peace, he basically said, you know, Father, welcome to the parish. I, you're going to have a beautiful time here as you're assigned to St. Michael's, and I'm uh, heading off to New Jersey, so <laughs> the place is yours. And it's like, what? Uh-oh. The oil is still wet on my hands from ordination, <laughs> you know, and so... The school, thankfully, was not in session because it was summer months at that, po- at that moment, so I had some chance to settle in. But almost immediately, people, you know, they started calling the parish, not because I was there, but just because the needs were present, and they were calling for help. Yeah. I remember the very first couple mm. that called, they were seeking to speak with the pastor. Father was on his uh, summer vacation, and so the secretary directed this couple to me, and I remember speaking to them on the phone, and they said, Father, we're having somewhat of an emergency in our relationship. Can we come and speak with you? Well, I'd only been there for a couple of days, maybe a week at most. So they came in to meet with me. And the heartache and the heartbreak of yeah. this couple, uh, basically just coming to their church, coming to, the, coming to their priest, and asking for any kind of direction that would save their marriage. 
any kind of assistance. You know, what can we do? You know, because we're on, we're at the edge. We're done. And um, praise God in His providence, He had given me this tool, a booklet that was published by the Men of the Sacred Heart from Massachusetts. And it was like this ratty tatty little book <laughs> I'd pull out of a trash can, you know, eight years earlier in seminary, and thought, well, maybe I'll use this someday. And what, what the striking thing was, this young couple who had been married for uh, several years by that point in time, they didn't know how to pray. Yeah. And not only did they not know how to pray, mm-hmm. in turn, they didn't know how to pray with one another. And what was particularly striking, if not even horrific, was because they didn't know how to pray with one another, they were praying to one another. Mm-hmm. They were depending on each other and expecting things of one another that we should only depend on and expect from God. And so immediately I you know, sat down with him and I said, when's the last time you guys actually prayed? Prayed as a couple. You know, and remember those words of Father Peyton, the family that prays together, oh, stays yeah. together? You know, growing up, I remember my grandparents speaking of the rosary hour and that famous phrase and just making it in terms that this couple could understand. It's like, you have to start praying to the Lord in the presence of one another. Otherwise, you're going to start praying to one another. And you're going to start expecting things of one another that only God can provide. And when you fail to provide, you're setting yourselves up for failure. So take this information, learn how to spend some time in prayer with the Lord. And, of course, that came back with another question. Well, how do we make the Lord present in our home? You know, it's like, well, where two or three are gathered, is not the Lord there? Okay, Father, that's nice. But how do we know he's there even when we're not actively, vocally praying? That's when I gave him the image of the Sacred Heart. You know, and I was really, I was kind of, it left my office and was like, I really hope this works. Because, you yeah. know, nine days later, the novena was done. They made that act of humility, whereas a couple, they invited the Lord into their home, into their hearts. They knelt down together on the floor in their living room. I was there. And with tears gushing forth from their eyes, the husband and the wife, they both basically admitted We've been acting like God to one another, and no wonder we can't stand each other's yeah. presence because we're not God. Here we are. We've invited the Lord into our home. We're humili- uh, basically humbling ourselves, you know, not humiliating themselves, but humbling themselves in prayer, asking Christ to dwell in that home. Not only did they not proceed with separating and, you know, rushing towards divorce, now they've gone on. They have a beautiful family, and, of course, word spread. Word spread from that home, and then you know, just went from one home to the next to the next. And over those, you know, a few years I was at St. Michael's, hundreds of households participated in that act of acknowledging we are not God, Jesus is. We need Jesus in our home to feed us, to satisfy us, to console us, to comfort us, but also to alleviate that stress that is so natural. Oh, Father, that is just such a beautiful, hopeful. Uh, example of what can happen when um, couples and families pray together and the enthronement, and we have seen that. Um, and we would like to remind you that you are listening to the Sacred Heart Hour on listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM 820. I am Joanne Wilson, and joining me in the studio is Father Stash Daly and Chuck Wilson. Please call at the number 614-459-4820 with any questions or if you'd like to sign up for an enthronement. But continuing, Father, when we have the home enthronements, for many times families have not prayed together 
where couples have not prayed together. And one thing the missionaries do is we support you. We are there to pray with you. And it's beautiful to see how, you know, many times it's like we need that jump start. We need that support of the community. And that's uh, part of the beauty of the personal visit. And uh, we we have seen that, Father. Well, and it's like, how do you introduce something new yeah. to your family routine when that's just it? You've got your family routine. And a lot of times people will say, Father, I don't know how to introduce prayer into my home. My, yeah, my kids are teenagers. If I just start sitting down and say, now we're going to pray the rosary, they're going to look at me as some like religious fanatic. You know, How do I introduce this in a very easy to understand but also a digestible way? And the yeah. enthronement introduces it in the perfect manner. Absolutely. And our manual, if exactly. you don't know the prayers, even, you know, the prayers of the rosary, um, all the prayers, right. everything is printed, everything is uh, can be read and easily followed. So, really, we bring all the tools. Mm-hmm. You do nothing but really open your, uh, open, open your heart, open right. your door. I remember when I entered seminary uh, back in 2000, a lot of us young boys, really, that's what we were, young boys, yeah. we entered uh, right out of high school at the Josephinum. We didn't know our basic prayers. Yeah. You know, if, if the priest had said at the first day of seminary, you know, you there, stand up and give me the creed, I probably would have dropped over dead. <laughs> yeah. So much for that vocation. But they were so gentle <laughs> in introducing these prayers that should have been given to us but weren't. And we meet people day in and day out and say, you know, Father, Chuck, Joanne, you know, I, I know I'm supposed to be able to pray. I don't know how to pray. How do I do this? So they call. You know, the missionaries respond. We show up. We give them the information. We give them the opportunity to learn more about the Lord. There's this catechesis program that's available. The prayers are there. We pray with them on the first day, and then we return. So there's really, you know, a lot of times when people know the Lord is inviting them to do this, there's that, like, interior fear. I don't know enough to do this. That should not be getting in the way. Well, I want to speak to an interior fear of a woman, (laughs) and that is having people come into your home and thinking that, you know, putting on that Martha uh, to say, oh, oh, dear, you know, I need to clean more or I really need some, it could be something huge like new carpeting or, you Mm know, or, or my dog might be barking. It can be so many things that really the enemy can use. And this is, I, I just want to share, we do not, we are not interested in um, what a home, you know, looks like, or we come in the door, we go wherever you would like us to be, and um, we are there for one reason, and it is to pray and to witness your desire to bring Jesus into your home. We don't enthrone your home, we witness your enthronement. And I- and I think, as Joanne mentioned, we come into your home, we are guests. Absolutely. And we are here only to support your enthronement. Um, but we come with everything you need, as Joanne and Father mentioned. We come with the images, we come with the manuals, and it's just there for you for the taking. And I, I tell couples, just do it. Right. Meaning, yeah. don't, don't be afraid of yeah. this. Yeah. Every home today needs Jesus. And sometimes we think we can do it on our own, Father. Right. You know, so yeah. many times exactly. Joanne and I say, well, this is our deal. Right. And then we realize it is not. One of the things I love about 
the missionary's role is we come on a Monday, and that's called... But that doesn't have to be a Monday. No, it it could be any day of the week, but that's the preparation phase. And in the preparation phase, we give you all the tools. As Father mentioned, we have a DVD if you want to use it every night. But what we're leaving you with is for seven days Mm -hmm. that just to pray as a family every night. Right. And what we have found is every family that, that we have enthroned started off thinking, oh, do I really have to do this? <laughs> yeah. A whole rosary? We have never done this as a family. Right. It can be very intimidating. And, yeah. And, yeah. And, and some families will say, now, wait a minute, we don't pray the rosary, but my daughter goes to Catholic school. Do you pray the rosary? And she said, no, we've only done it once a year. Yeah. I don't know the rosary. Right. So all of a sudden we come back yeah. the following week, and when we reenter to witness their enthronement, mm-hmm. they're transformed. Yeah. Father, they are transformed. Yep. And, and also, you know, everyone would love to have a priest come. And Father has recorded this DVD, and by just 10 minutes a night, so many questions are answered, and this is probably the second best way to really have that presence of teaching authentic, uh, truthful information from a priest, and it's been beautiful, and we leave that. That is something people have said, gee, there's a lot of information here. We say, yeah. play it again. <laughs> you, know? you know, to be honest, uh, just to call a spade a spade here, when we started uh, Sacred Heart Columbus, this movement to bring our Lord into the homes of the faithful. We made it about a year, year and a half, yeah. two years. And as we were doing the enthronements and we started growing the number of missionaries and households and schools and businesses being enthroned, there was this question, you know, how do we learn more? Mm-hmm. Father, I don't think I, I know enough to the missionaries. How do I learn more? So Chuck and Joanne and several other missionaries were saying, Father, is there any way we can do a DVD? First answer, no. <laughs> is there any way you can do something? No. <laughs> well, then after a while, I start to realize there is a need. So we do these you know, very easy to digest, easy to listen, easy to follow uh, clips. And each clip is based on a different topic. One's on the Eucharist, one's on Mary, one's on the Sacred Heart, one's on the domestic church. And it's just easy to understand, easy to digest, little snippets about the church in your home that you can watch on the TV at a moment that is easiest and most convenient for you. Yeah, and renew it. And, you know, people see and they watch it. And <laughs> I always have to laugh because, you know, I'll go shopping at one of the grocery stores downtown close to my parish, and someone will be coming around the corner with a cart and say, Father, you were in my house last night. And it's like, ma'am, I can assure you I was not in your house last night. I was in my rectory busy preparing for a homily. No, you were in my house. It's like, okay, there's an imposter out there. Oh, wait, are you doing the Sacred Heart of Thermos? I am. That's why I was in your house. I was on your TV. <laughs> that's like, that's the last thing I need the bishop to hear is I'm snoozing around people's homes, breaking in at night. It's like, no, no, no. It's a DVD yeah, for the Sacred been Heart. It's a tremendous blessing. Yeah. Tremendous blessing. And I think we, we've tried to make this as easy as possible. All we want you to do is call in 614-459-4820 and say, our house, our family is ready for the enthronement. Or please call me with more information. Yeah, so you have any questions about any, the Sacred Heart? Any questions. But by you calling, that's all you have to do. We will follow up with you. We will set up a time that works for you and for your family. And I can just tell you, of all the homes we've ever done, is this correct, Joanne? Absolutely. We have never heard one family say, I wish I'd I wish I hadn't done that. 
every day have, and invited Jesus into my yeah, home. We have never, never heard that, Father. And yeah. to me, you know, I, a lot of times we hear certain things and, well, Chuck, you recommended this, but I don't know what you were, this doesn't work for us. Sure. I've, we've never heard yeah. it. Not about that. No. Oh, no. no. Well, you know, one other thing I think we haven't mentioned is, um, is there a cost? You know, you know, you're bringing pictures, you're bringing manuals, you're bringing rosaries, DVDs. And uh, no, there is a free will offering. We leave an envelope. It does not come to the missionary. We have no idea, and nor, nor do we care, because the Lord has always provided for us, and, you know, not at really much of a surplus, but he's always provided for our needs because this is about um, his apostolate. You know, as we bring this segment to a close on this Sacred Heart Hour, uh, let's commend ourselves to the Sacred Heart of our Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, please keep in mind, you're listening to the Sacred Heart Hour on listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM 820. I'm Father Stosh Daly, and joining me in the studio are Chuck and Joanne Wilson. And together, let us commend ourselves to the Lord. O Most Holy Heart Heart of Jesus, Jesus, fountain of every blessing, I adore you, I love you, and with a lively sorrow for my sins, I offer you this poor heart of mine. Make me humble, patient, pure, and wholly obedient to your will. Grant, for Jesus, that I may live in you and for you. Protect me in the midst of danger. Comfort me in my afflictions. Give me health of body, assistance in my temporal needs, your blessings on all that I do, and the grace of a holy death. Amen. The Wisdom of Mother Angelica. You all know everything they're saying isn't going to happen because it would be impossible. That's where we need to preach tonight. Not for just honest politicians, moral politicians, religious politicians, politicians that love God, but politicians who want to serve. That's what's so important, I think, in what we pray. And if the choice is not there, what do you do? I've talked to so many people this, this last couple of months, and they're all in a quandary. They don't know what to do. They don't know who to vote for. But I want to remind you, to tell you why it's that way. In the Old Testament, one of the chastisements of a people that have left the Lord was bad leaders. One leader was worse than the other. And we have to know, if we want a good leader or we want good leaders in the future, we, the people, have to pray. For a guide to Catholic teaching and voting, visit EWTN.com slash vote. I am only Mary, the novel is a meditation on the life of Mary by Columbus author Tom Atzberger. Available on Amazon.com. That's I Am Only Mary on Amazon.com. Listen to Bishop Frederick F. Campbell's reflection today on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio at noon. In this series, Bishop Campbell covers life in the church, spiritual growth, our responsibility as Christians, our individual vocation to holiness. The audio files for Bishop Campbell's Reflections are also available online at stgabrielradio.com. Fortner Upholstering, family-owned and operated, providing quality craftsmanship and custom-ordered furniture. Online at fortnerinc.com.
You're listening to the Sacred Heart Hour on listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM820. I'm Father Stosh Daly, and joining me in the studio are Chuck and Joanne Wilson. As we begin this next segment in the Sacred Heart Hour, I invite you to please join us in praying what is called the Daily Covenant Renewal. Dear Sacred Heart of Jesus, we renew our pledge of love and loyalty to you. Keep us always close to your loving heart and to the most immaculate heart of your mother. May we love one another more each day, forgiving each other's faults as you forgive us our sins. Teach us to see you in the members of our family and those we meet outside the home, loving them as you love them, especially the poor and oppressed, that we may be instrumental in bringing about justice and peace. We ask this through the intercession of all of your holy saints who live and reign with you in heaven. Amen. Amen. As we enter into this Sacred Heart Hour on this first Friday of the month, uh, I think it's important for us to keep in mind that today we not only celebrate the first Friday, but we we also celebrate the Feast of St. Charles Borromeo. Gazing into the life of the saints uh, who reign with the Lord in heaven, interceding on our behalf, it's important for us to see in these saints beautiful examples of holiness, but examples of how to be uh, truly alive in the here and now. The saints are our brothers and sisters, and as we gaze into the life of the saints, we see that each one of them have certain characteristics in common. They may vary in where they lived, when they lived, how they lived, their states in life, but they have these certain characteristics in common. The first of which is, every saint in heaven has an incredible love for Jesus. And they don't just have it because they're in heaven, but when they were on earth, they had this incredible love for the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord as he comes to us through the Eucharist. The Lord as he comes to us through his sacred heart. The second quality you find in all of the saints in heaven, they have this love, they have a reverence for Mary, the mother of our Lord Jesus Christ. The third quality you find in the saints in heaven, they have an incredible love for the church. They want to be always and everywhere. When they were with us on earth, they wanted to be a part part of and very intimately connected with the church. Keeping this in mind, it opens up this understanding of the universal call to holiness. Every single person is called to be holy. Every single person is called to have that love for Jesus in his sacred heart, love for Mary, his mother, and a love for the church to which we are called to belong. You know, Chuck and Joanne, um, the Sacred Heart devotion is not just for rectories or churches or convents. It's for the home. It's for everybody. It's not just for priests and sisters. It's for everybody. Why don't you guys share a little bit more about how you have brought the Sacred Heart into your lives um, a beautiful married couple celebrating 45 years of marriage. You know, give a little bit more about how the Sacred Heart has had an impact on your life. Well, Father, as you were speaking, I was thinking uh, this can make me a little nervous talking about sainthood because I know I am such a sinner. And yet I reflect back on my father. And I think many of us can sometimes think of saints as statues and of people that weren't real and that weren't also, uh, you know, flawed. And yet we have saints in our own family. We have people to look back on and model. And we are called today in a special way to be one of them. And I really challenge especially grandparents who have had beautiful formations and also uh, possibly uh Holy parents and grandparents, the memory of faith formation. And, um, but for me, it really began with my dad. And, um, I'm going to quickly, though, give you the number to call. 
making sure that we're doing that often enough. The number to call in is 614-459-4820. And call with your questions. Call to sign up for an enthronement. But continuing along, my father was a simple man and very clever in woodworking and his hobby. But when he retired, he said yes to working for the men of the Sacred Heart and making plaques of cutting up the wood in his workshop of uh, Jesus and Sacred Heart and Immaculate Heart. He did that for 26 years. And he also then moved to the nursing home with my mother, visiting her, praying the rosary, doing what he can. His father was speaking, I'm thinking, of his tremendous love for Jesus in a simple way, just in an ordinary way, and the Blessed Mother, and never questioning the church, loving the church. So those are the marks of a holy person. For us, it was the... It was the air in our home. It was just, you know, wasn't that formal. It was just Jesus' presence, our love for our church, our, and it was just there. But I think it took another turn when Dad passed away. I thought that devotion pretty much had ended as far as an act of involvement. Until one day, and I'll let Chuck pick it up, um, you know, our Lord tapped us, I think, on the shoulder in a new call. You know, we were um, part of an organization called La Goddess, and they have a summit every year, and we gathered in Naples, Florida. And um, our own Christian brother from Columbus, Dave Karam, gave a talk, Father. And at the end of the talk, it was talking about what was happening to the family, the breakdown of the family. Absolutely. And this individual, way up front, Joanne and I were in the back, got up and said, the answer is the enthronement of the Sacred Heart. Mm -hmm. His name happened to be John... Lovasco, uh, he was from the Detroit chapter. And the first thing Joanne said to me was, I need to talk to him. <laughs> well, I'm thinking, we don't, saying, don't make a scene. Yeah, don't make a scene. <laughs> yeah. we do I've not, done that before. <laughs> we already have too many things going. We do not need this. You don't understand. And then we're sitting at the table that night with Dave Caraman and uh, Mike and Peggy Hartshorn and Marion Shuda and some people, and he walks up, and we didn't know who he was, and he said, oh, by the way, loved your talk, and I looked at him, I said, you're the Sacred Heart, he said, I'm the Sacred Heart, I said, do you have a phone number, I followed that up, and when he started to talk about this, and he was from Detroit, I said, this is something we're interested in, and so it came, the information came to us, then we're looking at it, and I'm thinking, Joanne's father's been involved, you know, this is something maybe we need to do. So we called our son, Father Wilson, and we said, do you know anybody, any of the priests involved with the enthronement Where would he like to have been there? He well, loves yeah, the sacred yeah. heart. And he said, no, you need to talk to Father Stosh Daly. Yeah. <laughs> so as Father recalls, we met for breakfast, sat outside, and at that point you shared, what, that you yeah. you were either going to, what? You needed help. <laughs> right. What the Lord had been doing in your life, Father. Already several hundred households having been enthroned. Yeah. Of both married people, single people, young people, the elderly, right. people living in the yeah, homes. Yeah, this is not just a right. Everybody. And couples. Yeah. Right. Single and everybody. people. And then, fortunately, we got all the information from Detroit. We put it together in our own manuals. 
Uh, Mary Ellen and Scott Williamson, other couples came forward, individuals came forward. Now we're up to 80 missionaries. We're in Zanesville, Marion, Coshocton. Yeah, we were in yeah. Mechanicsburg. We, this this week, jo- yeah, Joanne and I had the privilege of doing two enthronements, Father. One was in Mechanicsburg and one was in Galena, back-to-back, uh, separate days. But what it showed us is every time we come in, we don't come in. We bring Jesus, Father. Why don't you share about that? How it is our role as missionaries just to bring Jesus, not about what we're about. Absolutely. You know, we're receiving some excellent questions for clarification. And if you have questions yourself about the Sacred Heart or bringing the Sacred Heart into your home through the practice we call the enthronement, please feel free to give a call at 614-459-4820. And keep in mind, this is the Sacred Heart Hour on listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. Listening to Chuck and Joanne talk about how they got involved in the Sacred Heart Enthronement here on the local scene, it reminded me when you first called me to set up a meeting to talk. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, after the conferences had passed, and yeah. of course at that time, you know, I primarily knew of you through your son Father Wilson, but also through the conferences and the men's conference and the women's conference. I had signed up for confessions, but both of them I had to leave early. Ah. So when you called, I thought you were calling me to chastise. <laughs> How do they know that I left early? There were like tens of hundreds of priests there. How do they know I left early? And then when you said, we're here to talk about the Sacred Heart, it's like, oh, praise be Jesus. We like to talk over a meal. (laughs) So, you know, we gathered together. And truly, looking back um, now five, six years, I think all of us can say the Lord was bringing us together. Absolutely. And even before that, you know, being in seminary at Mount St. Mary's in Maryland, he had me, my attention drawn to a little booklet, which was in the trash can, all about the enthronement of the Sacred Heart. I read it. I thought as a seminarian, I might need this someday. Years later, I'm sent as a priest to St. Michael's, start helping families bring our Lord into their home, learn how to pray again, helping individuals realize even though they perhaps live alone, they don't have to be lonely Jesus Christ yeah. can dwell in that host, house with them. And then we meet, and then it started to grow. And I, I remember sharing with you, I cannot keep doing this on my own. I mean, at that <laughs> point, we had several households already enthroned, 100 households already enthroned. And um, you said, well, our conferences just talked about the Sacred Heart. We're going to be doing a more bigger push. And I thought, okay, I'm going to be dying a very young priest here, <laughs> a very young priest here. Bishop's not going to get his money out of my seminary education. <laughs> but um, And that's what grew into what we now call yeah. Sacred Heart Columbus. And, Father, the thing that was just amazing to me is he had personally bought an image of the Sacred Heart and the Immaculate Heart for families at St. Michael. And those yeah. were the exact ones that my father had exactly. designed. Blacks, yeah. And they still call them arts plaques. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my goodness. You know, and you can relate out there those moments that the Lord, you just know it's the Lord. You couldn't orchestrate it. You couldn't design it, put it together. You know, and and, and it's so personal how he lets you know that this is of him and that you have a And I think that's that's a very important point. When a family or an individual, a school or a business, Mm -hmm starts to walk down the path towards acknowledging we need the Lord more. Mm-hmm. We need to do the enthronement of the Sacred Heart. You have to realize that's the Lord's timing. When the Lord places it on your heart, respond with generosity, just like Our Lady to Archangel Gabriel. When the moment of intimacy with Christ is offered, accept it. Take it. Run with it. And realize in God's timing, He wants to bring you. He wants to bring your loved ones. He wants to bring your neighborhood to Himself. And we do that by bringing our Lord's Sacred Heart into one home at a time. And you know, as we bring to a close this particular segment, 
I just once again invite those of you who are listening at this moment in time, do not allow fear to make you a prisoner. Do mm. not allow your past to make you a prisoner. Do not allow the temptations to sin make you a prisoner. Um, allow the Lord Jesus Christ to set you free. Allow the Lord to liberate you. Allow the Lord to reveal to you your true identity and to find, um, you know, find out who you are and then find out what he wants you to do for his kingdom. Father, one thing I also came to mind is that uh, we are all volunteers and we are doing our best. Sometimes it has taken us a while to contact people, and but we always tell them that know that we really are trying our best. And also it seems like it's always the right time that whenever it happens, and it can be months, that it's, you know, there can be illness, there can be uh, whatever, but it's always God's time. So true. And we, so we true. trust that. Now, as Father mentioned, call in 614-459-4820. And then following this up, what I've seen is through the conferences, and we're going to talk about this, the Women's Conference, the Men's Conference, why did both organizations come together? And that will be at the next segment. Absolutely. God bless. Thank you. The Wisdom of Mother Angelica. I've talked to so many people this, this last couple of months, and they're all in a quandary. They don't know what to do. They don't know who to vote for. We need to pray, not for a person or a party. We need to pray that whoever gets it, no matter what his so-called platform is now, that the Lord Jesus and his wondrous mother will change that platform for something much better, for the good of the people. I think that's the only prayer you could have, don't you think? What else are you going to pray for? You have to vote for that one that's for life, spiritual life, physical life, the life of the elderly, the life of other people in the world. We have the same blood and the same heart as you and I do. So we need to pray for life. For a guide to Catholic teaching and voting, visit EWTN.com slash vote. Signet Dental Laboratories. Professional service and excellence in dental appliances, crowns, and bridges. Signet Dental Laboratory, online in Columbus, Ohio. Let us build up the body of Christ. Let us pray for each other, for safe travel, for family, for peace. The next time you see an AMA 20 bumper magnet on a car, truck, or van, offer this blessing for the traveler. May the blessing of the Lord be upon you. That's, may the blessing of the Lord be upon you. May the blessing of the Lord be upon you. Rob Ernie, personal injury attorney in Columbus. Auto, motorcycle, and trucking accidents. Serving the Catholic community's legal needs. Online at ohioinjurylaw.com. You're listening to the Sacred Heart Hour on listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM 820. Once again, this is Father Stosh Daly, joined by Chuck and Joanne Wilson. And Father, I wanted to share a little bit about the Men's and Women's Conference and why we felt there was such a need for this movement. A lot of times, those conferences bring men to encounter Jesus Christ. There's a transformation that happens. 
And now, how can they bring that home t- to the home? Absolutely. How can they yeah. bring that Not back? Not just men, women too. Women too. How to make it personal. No, and uh, so we know both conferences, men and women, are experiencing Jesus. Then they want to bring it home. And what we saw was an answer to prayer was this is the way to bring it home, through the enthronement of the Sacred Heart, bringing Jesus in. And one testimony, and Joanne and I had the privilege of, we won't use names, but uh, that, that we've encountered, and there are a lot of stories, and some stories are different, the journeys are different, the families are different. Um, but this, this was a couple that I, I had personally invited uh, uh, this person to go ahead and see if he'd be willing to have their family enthroned, to enthrone their family. He said yes, so we ended up going out to that home, and it took us a while. Finally, they, they agreed on a date, so it might have been six months, but we went out there. And what happened was, beautiful family, we started the enthronement, came back seven days later, completed the enthronement. We didn't know what was, was going like on. It was like a perfect, yeah. perfect situation. Yeah. And then we found out, 90 days later, that this enthronement did two things. One, it divulged there was an issue going on with an addiction that mm. needed correction, Father. Yeah. And they were seeking help for that correction. And second of all... Right after the enthronement, right. they received the, the grace. Yeah. And then second of all, they caught up to Joanne uh, later on and said, Thank you for bringing us Jesus, because you saved our marriage. And I think this is what this is about. We need to strengthen our marriages today, and only Jesus can really do that. Absolutely. And the other thing that we have found when we go into homes, Father, and you can comment on this, the one thing that we have heard over and over, our children have left the church. Right. Pray for yeah. our children. And we put them in the heart of Jesus. But sh- share more about that, how they are part of that enthronement, even right. though they're not, they're not there. That's a very good well, point. Yeah. The first thing I would like to speak on is, there is not one person alive today that is completely self-sufficient. Hmm. That's impossible. Hmm. So people need to stop hmm. thinking that somehow they're perfectly fine the way they are. Yeah. We're not. We yeah. need the Lord Jesus Christ. He created us with this incredible God-sized hole in our soul. And we're going to try to fill that God-sized hole with anything and everything, anyone and everyone. And addictions are running rampant. You know, addictions to this, that, and everything else else have destroyed the family home. So we each need to admit in complete humility, we need the Lord. We need the Lord. And for those who acknowledge that need for the Lord Jesus Christ, return to the sacraments. Make sure that when you enter into prayer, you mean what you say and you say what you mean. And if you have the sorrow in your heart of having parents who have fallen away, loved ones who have fallen away, maybe children or dear neighbors, whether you're in a marriage, whether you're single, whether you're a priest or religious, it does not matter who you are or where you are at in life. Admit that you need the Lord Jesus Christ. Enter into the Lord through the sacraments. Bring the Lord into your home. Bring the Lord into your life. And if there are those members who are very dear to you, in your family and among your friends who have fallen away or who perhaps have never met the Lord, know that when you enter into that consecration to the Sacred Heart, when you bring the Lord into your home and you ask Jesus to become the King, the brother, the friend of all who dwell there, who visit there, who are connected to that place, when you bring the Lord in, 
your loved ones are also being brought closer to the Lord. You are becoming the intercessor on their behalf before the Lord. Every time you pass that image of our Lord's That's sacred so heart. That's so consoling. Every time you receive him in Jesus, every time you receive Jesus in uh, Holy Communion, you're asking the Lord to work through you to reach them, to work through you to save them. You are standing on their behalf before the Lord when they themselves cannot. And that those are meant to be words of comfort and consolation. You know, I think it goes back to, and if I look at it through the, through the husband role and the father role, there's no greater gift that we can give our families today yeah. than Jesus. If you find yourself in this position, please, and you're, you're yearning for the sacred heart, you're yearning for the Lord you brought into your home, please give a call to St. Gabriel Radio at 614-459-4820. Feel free to call in, ask for more information about bringing the Lord into your home, the sacred heart into your house, business, school, you know, how you can go about this, regardless of your state in life. You know, if you're interested in learning more about the sacred heart, and how he wants to dwell in your home, feel free to give a call, 614-459-4820. You know, another, another testimony is Waterson High School father. Yes. That they yeah. through the yeah. Watterson and throwing the school, yes. And thrown that school, and then businesses. So Jesus wants to be in every school, every parish, every business, every yeah. organization, and every home. Go ahead, Joy. And Well, you know, and the promises sometimes... It needs to get worse before it gets better. Because we are stubborn in that yes. way. <laughs> well, we and things need to come to light. It's true. It's like, you know, healing a wound, sometimes the infection. Yeah. Cleaning it out and, and just um, letting, you know, that hydrogen peroxide, it bubbles up. And you can see it killing those germs. But, um, well, Jesus is persistent. He won't give up. <laughs> he won't give up. No. So we say, don't worry if... You know, it's like sometimes people say, gee, it's at peace in the home. Now I feel like I've got, you know. More turmoil. More turmoil. They say, hold on. Hold on. You the know, Lord I, is working here. And, and I think what we're, what we're about this hour, mm. the Sacred Heart Hour, is a personal invite to all right. of you that are listening right now. Yes. Yeah. Don't Just, hold back. That's right, Don't Father. Give them that number again because I, we want you to call in. We want you to register Ring for the home. Phones. Please call 614 614- Four five nine four eight twenty for more information on the Sacred Heart of our Lord Jesus Christ or bringing our Lord's Sacred Heart into your home. Six one four four five nine four eight twenty. And we do have a website. You can go to it. It's easy. Enthronements dot com. Enthronements dot com. And uh, just go on our website. You can sign up. Right. But just do it. Understand your family needs it today. You know, I think something important to keep in mind. Joanne references earlier. When you bring the Lord into your life, um, he's going to clean out stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, light will break darkness. And a lot of times people will say, Father, you know, I did the enthronement. I'm glad I did. It's been great. It's been wonderful. But, you know, things have been kind of topsy-turvy lately. And it's like, well, you have to allow the Lord to rearrange things in your soul. You have to allow the Lord to rearrange things within your family. home, yeah. you know. And I think of it. We walk into most of our homes today. It doesn't matter. Rectory, convent, house. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the common room. What has the central prominence? The TV. And then here mm-hmm. we come in with the Lord's Sacred Heart. And it's like, don't stick them in the broom closet. Stick yeah. them someplace where everyone's going to see them. And automatically there's that competition between the Lord and the mighty television. Mm-hmm. Or now, even perhaps more significant, the phone, the cell phone. You know, how many of us panic when we well, lose our phone? Well, that's why we put you on the mighty television. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so I can break it with my lovely yeah. image. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, give us, give us a call again, as Father mentioned, 614-459-4820. And I think as we leave you today, my, my comments, and then we want to close with Father. Um, but we just understand Jesus wants to be in every home yeah. today. The he Lord, wants to be I'm with your family. Promises. He wants to make your home another Bethany yep. where he can basically be at rest. And you know, Today's the first Friday of the month, and so we have this special opportunity to draw close to the Sacred Heart. And a lot of people say, well, what is the first Friday? Well, the first Friday is given significance by the Lord himself when he had a conversation in his revelation to St. Margaret Mary. And he goes to these promises, and the first promise is, I will give them all the graces necessary for their state in life. That means everybody can receive something from the Lord. Everybody. Married, single, doesn't matter. The second, I will give peace in their families. Personally speaking, I have not met one family that does not want nor Mm, need more peace. Exactly. The third, I will console them in all their troubles. The fourth, they shall find in my heart an assured refuge during life and especially at the hour of death. The fifth promise, I will pour abundant blessings on all their undertakings. The sixth promise, Sinners shall find in my heart the source and infinite ocean of mercy. The seventh promise, tepid souls shall become fervent. The eighth, fervent souls shall speedily rise to great perfection. The ninth, I will bless the homes in which the image of my sacred heart shall be exposed and honored. That's exactly what we do in Sacred Heart Columbus. We bring the Lord Mm -hmm. into the homes so the homes will be blessed by the Lord. The tenth, I will give to priests the power to touch the most hardened of hearts. The eleventh, Those who propagate this devotion shall have their name written in my heart, and it shall never be effaced. That means, regardless of who you are, if you invite anybody and everybody to turn to the Lord, you're propagating this devotion to the Sacred Heart. Encourage people you know to turn to the Sacred Heart of Jesus Christ. The twelfth and final promise given by our Lord, the all-powerful love of my heart will grant to all those who shall receive communion on the first Friday of nine consecutive months the grace of final repentance. They shall not die under my displeasure, nor without receiving their sacraments. My heart shall be their assured refuge at the last hour. Please keep in mind that should you wish to have more information about the Sacred Heart of our Lord Jesus Christ or bringing him into your home, feel free to go to enthronements.com or to call in here at St. Gabriel Catholic Radio at 614-459-4820. Once again, you have listened to Sacred Heart Hour on listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM820. I'm Father Stosh Daly. I've been joined by Chuck and Joan Wilson. I invite you to please join us in closing this hour with prayer before the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Most kind Jesus, I humbly kneel at thy feet. We renew our consecration of ourselves to thy divine heart. Be thou our King forever. In you we have full and entire confidence. May your spirit penetrate our thoughts, our desires, our words, and our deeds. Bless our undertakings, share in our joys and in our trials and in our labors. Grant us to know you better, to love you more, and to serve you without faltering. We ask this in your name, O most sacred heart of Jesus. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Looking ahead, please look forward to joining us next December on the first Friday at Sacred Heart Hour. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Father. God bless everyone. God bless you.